This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Federal officials recently denied hydroelectric projects in Black Mesa in northeast Arizona. Tribal officials are praising the federal government's decision. Clark Adamitis has more. Tribal officials and environmental justice groups have been opposing three hydroelectric pumps in the Black Mesa region for over a year, saying the project would deplete already small groundwater reserves. The communities on the high plateau rely on aquifers that are two to 3,000 feet below the ground for drinking water. Today, we don't even see the springs and the seeps anymore on Black Mesa. Nicole Horseherder, executive director of the Navajo nonprofit Tuan Naja Ane, says that for 50 years, coal mining projects have used billions of gallons of groundwater in Black Mesa. In a place that gets less than eight inches of rainfall a year, we're almost 100% dependent on these groundwater sources. When industry comes in and taps into the same groundwater sources, there's just no way that you're not going to make an impact on municipal and residential water uses. Horse Herder praises the federal agencies for considering the tribal community's position. Federal commissioners also announced a new policy of not allowing projects on tribal lands that don't have tribal support. I'm Clark Adamitis. An Alaska legislator apologized on the House floor last week for comments she made in a Tribal Affairs Committee meeting. Committee members heard testimony from organizations serving Alaska Native people on the disparities in assault rates and violence against Indigenous women, which are several times higher than the general population. At the end of the meeting, Republican Representative Sarah Vance of Homer said she felt the presentation excluded the experiences of white women who are victims of sexual violence. It's the same thing, but what I continue to hear in this committee over and over again is if you're the only one. And I know that's not your heart, but I ask that when you come and present, that you remember that you have white sisters who are going through the same thing and they don't feel they have justice either. Representative Ashley Carrick from Fairbanks responded to Vance's comments. While the suffering is the same for victims, the causes of that violence are not the same and the response to that violence is not the same. And the justice for the victims is not the same. And until it's the same, we have got a lot of work to do. Representative Maxine Dybert, who's Quaycon Athabaskan from Fairbanks, said, quote, as the only Alaska Native woman in the legislature, knowing my Native sisters are disproportionately affected by these high rates of violence within Alaska and other states cuts me to my core, end quote. Vance apologized on the House floor that same day. But to every victim... In every Alaska Native voice, you have been heard, and you will can be, continue to be heard in this body. And I ask you to forgive me for not listening with understanding first. Vance sponsored four bills related to human and sex trafficking this legislative session. The Cherokee Nation in Oklahoma is seeking changes to the Major Crimes Act for Cherokee citizens of Freedman descent. The federal law governs criminal jurisdiction of tribal citizens on reservations and requires Indian blood, which the tribe says discriminates against Cherokee citizens of Freedman descent. Principal Chief Chuck Hoskin Jr. says they'll seek change through Congress or the high courts. The Cherokee Nation has more than 15,000 enrolled citizens of Freedman descent, which are full Cherokee citizens. Hoskin made the announcement this week during an event in Tulsa. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation, with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities across the country. More at bnsf.com slash tribal relations. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.